Episode 36 of the Spook House. Flying in like a bat out of hell, Jason. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I'm Phil. I'm Jason. That's right. And today, we are talking about From Dust Till Dawn. Oh. The 1996 classic. The only good Tarantino horror movie. Is Death this is not good. Well, Death Proof isn't even really a horror movie, though. I would call it a horror movie. Really? Yeah. What, like else, what else would you... Categorized death proof as uh, uh, self indulgent thriller. Yeah, it's him falling in love with an idea uh, and being like, "Oh yeah, oh it's so great." I don't know. I like it. I don't really care for it. I liked it when I saw it. There's a lot of unnecessary dialogue and stuff, especially yeah. at the beginning. Oh it's yeah, like, whoa, dude, come on. <laughs> yeah, is there foot fetish stuff in that too? I think, yeah, well, remember, she's got her legs sitting out the whole time. Yeah. And so I'm sure there's like close up of her feet. He's got a big foot thing. It's weird. Oh, yeah. By the way, that car that they crash when um, Kurt Russell like runs into him head on, uh-huh. I said that was my old car, literally. I drove that exact same car. <laughs> yeah. I miss that car. Really? Uh, you do miss yeah. it? 98 Civic hatchback. <laughs> Red. Just like the one in the movie. Oh, wow. Anyways, yep. Uh, how you been, bud? I've been all right. Been all right. Trying not to get the coronavirus. Oh God, I'm so sick of hearing. Uh, I'm sick of the <laughs> coronavirus. Oh let man, me tell you. Yeah, it's kind of funny. Um, Corona stock, like the beer. Yeah, is plummeting right now, and <laughs> apparently you can buy it like dirt cheap. I know what I'm buying tonight. Yeah, Corona's own Jason on the <laughs> spook- courtesy of Spook House podcast. <laughs> I'm going to hand the bartender a, a credit card that says the spook house. <laughs> like, Put it on my tab. <laughs> Charge it to the house. The spook house. We got some new patrons over the weekend. <laughs> no, we didn't. <laughs> but we you could. That, yeah. We, we, that would be spinning out on some other equipment, not Corona. <laughs> yeah. If you uh, sign up for our, our Patreon, we will. We would spin it on much wiser things than Corona beer. <laughs> yeah, that's right. Corona's gross anyway. I used to love it. Yeah. But then I was 19, so. Yeah, true. Yeah. So, Jason, um, have you uh, watched anything over the last week since I saw you? Yeah, I watched a couple of things. So, I, I've got an A-side and a B-side for you this time. All right. Is it another sci-fi jammer? Uh, No sci-fi OGs this okay. time. Okay. Okay. When are you going to start your own little side podcast? If I had time for a side podcast on sci-fi original movies, I would do it in a heartbeat. Okay. So when me and you like get mad at each other and have our breakup, like <laughs> you're going to go do your own solo project and my solo project is going to be sci-fi original movies. Then like two years later, we'll be like, hey man, I'm the spook house. You want to hey, get back together? want to get the band back together? Yeah, we'll be like, oh man, yeah. <laughs> well, hey, if you want to, when we wrap here today, if 
I'll leave all the equipment set up. If you want to talk about um, attack of the killer vending machine or whatever the fuck it is that you watch, you can do that. Oh, okay. I'll leave. You You'll just sit here and talk to yourself. <laughs> no, you just sit there to the court. like, you want to be a part of this? No, Jason. I don't want part of this at all. <laughs> Come back like six hours later, you're still talking about some bullshit alligator. Python, Python versus boa. That's a <laughs> <Yeah>. thing. Yeah. <laughs> Anyways, what'd anyway, you watch, Jason? So we'll start off with the A side, the single, the hit single. Okay. Jojo Rabbit I watched. All right. It's really good. I have not watched it yet. I like Taika Watiti a lot. I like that you know how to say his name right. Is that how you say it? I'm pretty sure that's how you say it. I've never tried to pronounce it out loud. I'm just like Taiki. <laughs> Taiki Watiti. <laughs> yeah. No, but that guy's awesome. Yeah, he's he's really good. And that movie is it's really good. It's really funny. It's very uh poignant i guess mm-hmm. and it it hurts a little bit too it's not quite as funny as you might think it would be oh yeah uh it's, it's in the third act you know when all the the world war ii stuff really takes hold uh-huh. it gets kind of like oh shit this actually got real this made me cry a little oh, bit snap. i didn't cry but it made me feel my heartstrings feel on your heartstrings tug on my heartstrings okay yeah. yeah um did you see hunt for the wilder people i've seen that and have you seen boy no i, I know boy used to be streaming on prime boy yeah it's just called boy that's not the one where the you see the kid grow up. No, that's, oh, that's Richard- Boyhood. Oh, yeah. fuck that movie. God. <laughs> so disappointed in you, Richard Linklater. <laughs> it won all the awards. It actually didn't. Birdman. Bird, what was it? Birdman beat it I out. Boyhood won like a shit ton of stuff. It did, but Boyhood was the one that won all the Oscars that year. Oh, okay. uh, not Boyhood, but um, Birdman won most of the Oscars that year. Okay. Well deserved. Well, <laughs> fuck boyhood. <laughs> I hated that movie. But yeah, I'm a big Taika Waititi fan, and this is definitely one of his, his best movies. I feel Tiki like Waititi. Taika Waititi. You know he wrote the first draft for Moana. Moana. That Disney movie with Never the rock it. in it. It's really good. Oh, okay. Yeah. Oh, that one. Yeah. The little Hawaiian girl. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Never seen it. It's good. It's really good. I'm sure it is. I'll put it on my uh, to watch list. Yeah. All right, all right. You won't right. get to it, but it's okay. Yeah, you are 100% correct, Jason. I will never watch that. No, uh, oh, I would. All right. So the B-side, the one that didn't quite make the album cut. Pump the brakes. All right. He was great in What We Do in the Shadows. Taika Waititi? Yeah. You know, he directed that one. Oh, he directed that too? Yeah. Okay. Him and Jermaine Clement co-wrote that one, and I'm pretty Jermaine. sure he directed it. Jermaine. God, I missed Flight of the Concords. <laughs> Mary. Oh, there's always manager. it's always it's hilarious every time when I go over the roll. Oh yeah, <laughs> Murray present, present. Jermaine present, present, <laughs> Brit. <laughs> was there? There was one where he wasn't there. And he was like, huh? Okay. <laughs> good show. Good, good show. show. Um. Also, the B side. What's the B side? Doctor Giggles. Oh, is that a 1995? It's an early 90s slasher movie that apparently actually did go to theaters at some point. I did not realize. Really? I thought it was a direct video. Okay. I always, back in the day when I was uh, perusing the video store aisles, I would always see the cover for it and be like, well, this probably sucks. I'll skip it. <laughs> How was it? I mean, it's a it's a it's basically a direct video early 90s slasher. And the doctor is an escaped, escaped insane asylum patient. All right. And he says more puns that would make Freddy Krueger blush. Oh. Like uh, he would kill somebody. I was like, oh, you think that's bad? You should see my bill. 
Or when he oh. fi- when he finally gets vanquished, he falls down and he goes, "Is there a doctor in the house?" Oh, yeah. <laughs> or uh, there's one guy he's like about to have oh. sex with somebody, so he comes in, but it's actually the doctor, and he goes, "I hope you're wearing protection." Oh boy. Oh yeah, it's hilarious. Um, anybody of note in the movie? Uh, one of the main characters from Charmed, the one, TV show. Yeah, one yeah. know it. Uh, exactly. The one that's not Alyssa Milano or Shannon Doherty. Holly was Rose McGowan in that? She was, but that was after Shannon Doherty was voted off the island. Voted off the island? Yeah, everybody hates Shannon Doherty. Really? Yeah, she's a bit of a, a hard person to work with, from what I understand. She Was was she the uh, Catherine Heigl of the 90s? Yeah, probably, yeah. yeah. That's actually <laughs> a, pretty, a pretty apt comparison. <laughs> Anytime I see, if if you want me to pass on something as hard as I humanly can just say hey do you want to go see that new Catherine Heigl movie <laughs> oh pass Wait, and she talks shit about 40 year old or, uh, knocked, up. knocked up and that's like the only good movie she's in yeah she said um god what's she saying how it uh made... women are treated like shrews yeah and she wanted to be in a, a women empowering movie even though that kind of was you know that uh, role yeah but then she goes and stars in fucking 27 dresses. <laughs> it's like, oh, cool, Catherine Heigl. Yeah. Bride you're... of Chucky Star. <laughs> she oh. was in that, right? Yeah, she's also in the first scene of Valentine. Oh, okay. She gets killed early off in that movie. I saw a news article on Bloody Disgusting. They were like, Catherine Heigl's returning to horror. And I'm like, I don't care. <laughs> 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 Whatever it is, I don't want to watch it. Way to be in a... It's all 13. Is that in our news? No, I did okay. not see that. Cool. But uh, breaking news, Phil says. Hey. So, Dr. Giggles, give it a pass. I, I enjoyed it. It is what it, If you want a cheesy early 90s slasher, and that's exactly that. If that's what you want, and you got time to kill, mm-hmm. just brain cells to burn, <laughs> throw on some Dr. Giggles. It's a good time. Maybe uh, double. Feature it with the dentist. That would be a good one. Or you remember the surgeon? They had that video. It had the oh, yeah, yeah in the. I never saw that one. Maybe I'll get to that one soon. Yeah, you kind of have had an epiphany on one of our older episodes. You were like, "Wait a second, the '90s were full of occupational horror movies." Yeah. <laughs> the surgeon, the dentist, the ice cream man. Yeah. <laughs> yep, you were onto something there. I was. So is that all you watched? Yeah, that's pretty much all I watched. Did you get around to anything? Oh, I did, Jason. All right. I saw Candyman for the first time. Oh, really? Turns out. Yeah. And what did you think? I really enjoyed it. (laughs) I thought it was good. (laughs) You seem surprised by that. No, I I don't know. I didn't really quite know what to expect. Yeah. um, Well, I'm still not 100% sure on like the story and the... Everything, it was a little confusing. The end kind of confused you a little bit? Kind of. <laughs> like, there were parts in the movie where I'm like, what's going on here? But it it kept me um, engaged the entire time. Yeah. TT was awesome. Always, always awesome TT. Yeah. The movie is kind of ahead of its time. It's sort of like the last gasp of the 80s slasher movies, even though it came out like 92 or something 92. like that. 92, yeah. So it's kind of like the last, like, okay, this is it. Yeah, but it was kind of hitting on some uh, socioeconomic themes and had a deeper message to it. And oh, yeah. you trying to say Freddy's dead isn't deep? 
<laughs> about oh, the juvenile delinquency man. of the early 90s. <laughs> Did she, yeah. Hey, crack is whack. All right. <laughs> yeah, Candyman is infinitely better than Freddy's Dead. That's for damn sure. Yes. But yeah, I enjoyed it. I give it like a, a strong seven and a half. All right. I really, I really liked it. Good, good, good. Are you going to watch any of the sequels? Maybe. If I stumble across them just out of curiosity, I'll see what they're about. Yeah, they're direct to video. So. Yeah, so I've heard. <laughs> but after I watched it, I went back and rewatched the uh, the trailer for the new one. What you thinking? Looks good. It's piqued my fancy. The rumor is it's Tony Todd playing Candyman again. I haven't seen that been confirmed yet. Uh, Yeah, that's that's what they're saying. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see. But I think uh TT's gonna pass the the torch or hook, the I hook. should say. <laughs> on to I'm guessing that's Anthony in the trailer. Maybe. The lead actor. I think so, yeah. And it's gonna be set up as him being the new man candy. Man candy. Yeah. <laughs> Tony Todd's <laughs> other career. <laughs> Pull to Steven Jeffries. <laughs> oh, I'm kidding. Um Yeah. I even like the uh no, I, I kind of hated the song they were playing. Save my name, save my name. Oh, yeah. The, like kind of the remix of the Destiny Child song. What's, what's with this trend in trailers? It's like take a popular song, okay, slow it down, add some dissonant piano notes, and like have a female singing the song, like kind of eerily. I remember, yeah, you remember I mean? the trailer for Dragon Tattoo had a... Um, Karen O from the AAS singing immigrant song. That was with Trent that was with Trent Reznor. Reznor, yeah. Yeah. I well that one's kinda cool, I guess. <laughs> but you know what I mean? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. They're doing that. You also a lot. hear like a lot of strings and like piano. It's like like no strings and clocks. You hear that a lot in movie trailers. Yeah. It'll I guess be like, you do, yeah. You know those little sounds, it's like I don't. I don't. It's ominous noise. It's like Jason Segel. Like um, in the the fucking the lodge, they're all over that trailer. Jesus Christ! Don't even bring up the lodge right now. Next movie. What else did you watch? (laughs) (laughs) Not the lodge. Yeah. Let's just uh, review the lodge again, Jason. Talk about that cool twist. No. 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 Okay. Just burn my knees on something real quick. Oh yeah. (laughs) All right. So I also watched another man movie. Okay. I watched The Invisible Man. How was that? Gotta say. Uh Uh-huh. The man might be invisible. Yeah. But the hype is for real. Oh, really? (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, man. We really enjoyed it. We were going to go see it, but uh, something came up, sick, whatever. But uh, So we haven't seen it yet, but we're going to try and get out to the theater to see it. Pretty damn good. Like, it's more of a thriller, I guess. Okay. But... I mean, there's some really good suspense. There was like a couple moments where I was like, oh, shit. Like, <laughs> damn, okay. But everything's acted really well. It's um, some clever shots and camera trickery. It's really good. Is it better than Hollow Man? Y- yeah. Well, I haven't <laughs> seen Hollow Man in 20 years when it came out in 2000. So Kevin Bacon just rubbing on some uh, sleeping boobies. Remember that? No, I don't. Yeah, he just shows up at Elizabeth Shue's house and he's like, oh, I think I'll just rub on these boobs real quick. And I leave. remember you see uh, Kevin Bacon Wiener, though. 
You do see Kevin Bacon Wiener. <laughs> That's right. Is that my new screen name? Yes. His, his graboid, if you will. <laughs> oh. <laughs> Old Tremors yeah. reference. Well, me yeah. Tremors. What? He's giving me Tremors, that <laughs> one. Oh, my God. <laughs> Making my knees weak. <laughs> Kevin, you dog. Oh, man. <laughs> so, The Invisible Man. I loved it. It was great. Really? All right. So we're definitely going to go try to get out and go see it. So. Yeah, yeah. And um, I got to give a shout out to our our fan, Emily, from Durham. Oh. I, I ran into her in the lobby at the Alamo. Nice. Yeah, and I gave her some stickers and had a nice chat with her. So thanks for the support, Emily. I hope you enjoyed the movie as well. She was also attending uh, the, the same show. Yeah. Nice. Yeah. I'm pretty bummed that the seats I sat in, the recliners didn't work. Really? I was like, you motherfuckers. It didn't work? Didn't Not at all. I'll sit 90 degrees the whole whole time. Tell you first world problems. My <laughs> ass. Back in my day, we didn't have any recliners. If you want to recline. When I, I do... go to the movies, I want to recline. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> it was kind of infuriating because it was just me and Alyssa's seats and the two people to the left of me. Just our seats didn't work. The rest of the theater. Alyssa's didn't work either? Yeah, the rest of the, of the theater, their seats work fine. I was like, this is bullshit. <laughs> but whatever. Great movie. Check right. it out. All right, we're going to try to it. All right. Well, Jason, um, do you got some news stories over there? Oh, I got some news stories Regular over here. Ted Koppel over there. <laughs> Tonight's news at six. <laughs> Speaking of the coronavirus, oh. Emerald City Comic Con and South by Southwest have been canceled. Hmm. Okay. I looked at it. They didn't have many uh, headlining horror movies like they do some years. Because mm-hmm. I know like A Quiet Place premiered there like two years ago. What, South by? Yeah, South by. Oh, I just, for some reason, I always just think of like bands and stuff. Oh, yeah. Well, they have a lot of movies premiered there. Is A Quiet there, Place too. a band? <laughs> Is Emily Blunt going to get on stage? Oh, yeah. She's up there with John Wicked Wisdom. <laughs> Big tunas on bass. She gonna do, do a set with Post Malone or something? <laughs> no, Vince Staples. Oh, okay, cool. but no. So they had a lot. They weren't really premiering any horror movies this year, but they were had a midnight screening of a bunch of movies that were kind of interesting. Mm-hmm. They were going to have the premiere, but now they're not going to. Also, that Beastie Boys documentary is supposed to have its premiere there too, from Spike Jones. Son of a bitch! I know. I bet that's good, actually. Yeah, like yeah. well, I read the book that came out like a year ago. It's really good. Okay. So, well, I don't have anything to add to that because I'm kind of here tired of hearing about the coronavirus. Also, MGM yeah. is pushing back the James Bond movie to November because of the coronavirus. Why? Because people aren't going to the movie theaters right now. What? I'm dead serious. People are like, it's, they're, they're talking about this quarter to Hollywood might lose $5 billion. Oh, my God. <laughs> okay. So, yeah. I mean, you could buy tickets at Alamo for it not too long ago. Yeah, they showed the trailer before The Invisible Man. Oh, really? It looks like there's going to be an invisible theater audi- audience. <laughs> for, <laughs> I don't know. But yeah, not exactly horror movie news, but I was like, I just throw that in there because it's kind of a weird thing that people are going crazy over. That is weird. All right, what else, Jason? All right, James Wan is producing a monster movie for Universal. This is the kind of news we want to hear about. Okay, exactly. So it <laughs> seems like... It's yeah. going to be sort of a Frankenstein type thing. It's teen discover the neighbor is building a monster in his basement. That's all they said about it. 
and huh. Universal is trying as hard as they can, especially with you know Invisible Man, which is a Universal property. Yeah, this one doesn't have, seem to have Blumhouse involved in it. It okay. seems like just Universal, but they're trying to still build a universe, a monster universe. And if okay. it's Frankenstein, because it sounds like it might be Frankenstein, it could be good. Could be good. And you know, James Wan's got a good track record these days. Yeah, I mean, you aren't big fans of the Saw franchise, but all the other stuff that him and Lee Wan have been doing, pretty interesting. And I'm also not a huge Conjuring fan, personally. Eh, it's all right. Yeah, it's whatever. Basic cable. <laughs> it's like, yeah, it's entertaining. I'll watch it. Yeah. I'm going to blow your hair back. But... <laughs> <laughs> blow your pubes off. Oh, whoa. Hey, remember the uh, <laughs> the Robert De Niro Frankenstein movie? Not, I yes. Seen, <laughs> I haven't seen that in a long time. Jeez. <laughs> I can't. I can't picture Robert De Niro playing Frankenstein. I remember I had to read Frankenstein in high school and thinking like, this is fucking boring. Oh, really? <laughs> yeah. Come here, you. Come here, you. I'm going to kill you. I got parts from other bodies. Come here, you. <laughs> doc, get over here, Doc. I'm going to kill you. All right. <laughs> this brain, it's not my body. God, Jason. I love how like at the point where it's like, all right, it's time to move on. Jason's like, Nah. One more. Just one more. <laughs> you cutting my comedy nuts off over there. Yeah. <laughs> All right. More news. More news. Jason Blum announced new paranormal activity movie. Mm. Yeah. From Chris Landon, who wrote two through four and the Happy Death Day movies. Release date is March 19th, 2021. All right. Do you think they're going to do like... Um... It, like he's, remake? He he called it Paranormal Activity 7, so I don't know. Really? That's what he said. I figured they would just call it Paranormal Activity just for marketing purposes. Yeah. Remember when they just did Rocky? They called Rocky Balboa? Oh, yeah. They quit. They quit. Why did they quit numbering things? I got, that's what I think yeah. I'm so happy about Quiet Place. It's called A Quiet Place Part 2. Thank you. You made it easier for me to figure things out. That's true. They quit numbering stuff. Or like uh, when the Scott Stapp documentary came out, they just called it Creed. And I was like, thank you. And then Creed 2 came out. <laughs> Creed 2, yeah, yeah. Creed 2 came out. I and haven't got, seen them yet, but I, yeah. I hear they're good. I mean, I can't wait to watch it with my arms wide open. <laughs> with your sack of rice. <laughs> or like, hey, when uh, Soli came out, I was like, finally, a Godsmack documentary. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All about him being in a Wiccan and stuff. Yeah, riding motorcycles and making shitty music. I wear leather vests with no shirts. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Uh, paranormal Activity. Seven. Cool. Yeah. Hey, man, I saw the first one in theaters. You did? No lie. I was like, whoo. Were you shook? A, a little bit. A you... little bit. <laughs> <laughs> I saw the third one in theaters, which was sequentially (laughs) the first one. Honestly, I I don't even know if I've seen any of the sequels. How many are there? Well, this will be the seventh one. Oh, okay. (laughs) (laughs) Pay attention, Phil. You keep saying. There's six? Well, there's the Marked ones, too, which was a spinoff. The Marked ones. Yeah. I think I never saw anything past the third one. (sighs) All right. I know the third one was directed by the guys who did Catfish. Really? Yeah. Neve. <laughs> Those guys? Uh, or the not the one that it's based oh, on okay. the two behind the camera. They directed the third one. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. Well, you're gonna have to catfish me to get me to the theater to watch that. 
Like, hey, it's actually an early screening of Halloween Kills Psych. <laughs> <laughs> Paranormal Activity 7. Bitch. Bitch. All right, Freddy, what else? All right, so CM Punk. Oh. Have you heard about this? <laughs> I know all about CM Punk. So, uh, great WWE wrestler, poor Uf- UFC fighter. <laughs> That's an understatement. I was like, what made him? What possessed him? He's like, I'm 35. I've never done this before. Let's just go ahead and UFC. Dude, he has no athletic ability. <laughs> I'm going to just say this. I'm not trying to sound like a fucking hard ass or anything. Yeah. I am confident I could kick the shit out of CM Punk. You think? Yes. I mean, he looked awful. Really? I never saw yeah. any of those fights. I saw, actually, I'm sorry. I saw the clip of his first fight. Did not go well. Dude, he is so unathletic and uncoordinated. I don't. Yeah. At least he went the distance with the second fight. Yeah, he did. You should watch that fight. It is something. Yeah. It's one of the most bizarre fights I've ever seen. Yeah. Anyways, continue. So anyway, I do like CM Punk as a person. I think he's a really good guy. Yeah, Phil Brooks. <laughs> yeah. Actually seems like a good dude. He does. He writes yeah. comic books. He's really thoughtful. He's straight edge. A lot of a lot of cool things. Good for him. Yeah. So <laughs> there was a big Twitter thing to try to get him to be the new Ash. What? Yeah. So you roll Twitter. Exactly. <laughs> and apparently the, the movie he's in now, like the girl on the third floor or something like that. Uh-huh. Apparently it's good, although I heard he's not, he's very clearly not a great actor right now. Kind of like he's not a great fighter. <laughs> <laughs> he's probably a better fighter than he, or sorry, a better actor than he is a fighter, but. And that ain't saying much. Yeah, exactly. So everybody's favorite B actor, Bruce Campbell, addressed this on Twitter. Mm-hmm. And he said. I think he'd be a good in a horror series name like Ash or Bash or Lash. Oh. And he says, Ash is like the best table at the restaurant. Reserved. Oh, snap. <laughs> Wait, so was he kind of throwing some shade there? Not necessarily throwing shade, but he's like, he's nobody's like, going to play Ash but me. Yeah, that's fair. And he was like, if they do an Evil Dead thing, he's like, oh yeah, he cool, be Evil Dead, but you're not. You're not Ash. Yeah, that's true. Yeah. Just move the fuck on. Do something original. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, whatever. Good luck, Phil Brooks. Whatever. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'm done. Does seem like a good dude, though. Yeah, he does. We're yeah, having does. fun over here. Yep. <laughs> All right, so David Howard Thornton, oh, art Terrifier. of Terrifier fame, was uh, doing an interview the other day, mm-hmm. and he let out a little tidbit, a little tidbit about Terrifier too. And he said, "Well, we do have a few scenes that I think are pretty brutal and might just match, if not top, the infamous hacksaw scene of the first. One of them is especially pretty mean, to say the least. We also have a scene in the film that would definitely be controversial with the subject matter and will most likely create a discussion, which I think might be good. That is what, no pun intended, art is supposed to do. Oh, okay. Well, you know, I was just thinking about this the other day. I'm like, no shit, really excited for Terrifier 2. Really? Yeah, I'm looking forward to it. Like, unapologetically. Unapologetically. Looking forward to it. Yeah. <laughs> I just don't have a lot of... It'll be fine. I'm sure I'll probably say, that's fine. It's fine. Yeah. That's probably how I'll react to it. And which is fine. The people love Art the Clown. Good for them. I just... It's whatever. I'm glad you're looking forward to it. And I'm, I'm excited. I'll see it when it comes out. I'm sure. Well, of course. And also, he's going to be at Carolina Fear Fest. He is. So we may try to get an interview. So why don't you say nice things, Jason? <laughs> <laughs> I will get him like, to I introduce. I heard your podcast, bitch. <laughs> I'm Phil. Jason's over there. Uh, <laughs> as long as Kane Hodder doesn't sign on to Fear Fest. <laughs> like, hey, I heard you guys talking shit. You don't like the way I breathe, fucker? 
I'm sorry, Mr. Hotter. <laughs> You're the best Jason in the world. Uh, yeah. That was the news. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Wrap it up the news. So that was the news for this week. All right, Jason, are you ready to uh, talk about the the feature of the evening? Yeah. So when was the first time you saw this movie? I remember my dad and my brother renting this, and I was not allowed to watch it because I was not old enough, and it made me very upset. Huh. Yes. You know about what year this was? It was like right Three when it came out. Three years ago? No, yeah. <laughs> 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 yeah, like that was like 2017. Yeah, <laughs> daddy, fucking dick. It was the last year of Obama's office. He was in office. I remember. <laughs> and, and, but yeah, I remember I wasn't allowed to see it. I didn't see it for a long time afterwards. I think I oh. saw it on television the first time, like on Stars, not on like okay. HBO or not on like a AMC or something. Yeah. Do you remember the first time you saw it? I do. Um, not the exact time, but we rented this from the video store when it came out. So it must have been like 96, 97. Yeah. Yeah. I was uh, 9 or 10 years old. I love this movie. Yeah. It's a good one. I, I still really enjoy it. Um, but yeah, I remember at the time, like, I'd never really seen anything like this. I don't even think I'd seen Pulp Fiction or anything yet. Well, I definitely hadn't seen Pulp Fiction. Yeah, no. my little brain wasn't ready for that. <laughs> I probably wouldn't have even been able to, like, appreciate not at nine or ten years old, no. There's no. I'd really. Oh, no, I would just. I'm very highbrow. No, I'm <laughs> kidding. But yes, I loved this movie growing up. Um, has always held a special place in my heart. I probably watch this at least every few years or so. Somehow, yeah. I'll be it, like, oh yeah, I want to watch that. Yeah, how about the sequels? Did you ever see the sequels? I did not. So word is the third one is decent, and the second one with Robert Patrick is dog shit. That's what I've heard too. Uh, now I don't know. I've, I've seen them both, but it was like when they came out, probably. Okay. So I haven't seen them since. Yeah, apparently the third one kind of um, expands on the lore of, you know, the final shot of the movie. It, you see that it was a Aztec temple, yeah. so it adds to the mythology of everything. But I haven't seen it. Yeah, that's not the one with Lou Diamond Phillips, is it? Wait, that was Bats. That was Bats. I remember that one, too. I never I remember, saw that. I remember reading that one from Greenwood Video a lot. Now that I think about it, that was pretty much just a ripoff of From Dust Till Dawn, right? No, it was actually just Bats. It wasn't a vampire movie at all. Really? It was just Bats, killer Bats in a, really? in a town. I remember the cover always looked like the cover of From Dust Till Dawn, kind of. Yeah, had that I can same see that. Look to it. Yeah, but it's just a killer Bat movie. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Well, all right. You learned something. Welcome to bats. <laughs> Trust me, I know my creature features these days. Welcome to Bat Talk with Barry Sims. <laughs> oh, sorry. Okay. I was wondering how I was going to make its way uh, in there, there this episode. There. Yeah, 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 you did. <laughs> you had to do it. I can't get your fucking bat box. <laughs> <laughs> All right, From Dust Till Dawn was released January 17th, 1996. I was surprised by that for some reason. This is basically a 1995 movie. Yeah, I mean, it barely came out in '96. Wow, that's true. Yeah, if it came out just a few weeks earlier. You'd be like, "Oh yeah, that 1995 movie, Tarantino, Robert Rodriguez classic." Um, didn't uh, what's 
Rodriguez, the movie before, Desperado. Desperado. That came out in 95. He had done right? El Mariachi and Desperado. Yeah. And this was his third movie. Dude, I love Desperado as dude, a kid. Dude, yeah. Dude. I never saw Once Upon a Time in Mexico. I wanted long hair because of Antonio <laughs> Banderas. What could I be of Hispanic descent, Mom? Yeah. Yeah, my little ass dragging around a guitar case with a machine gun in it. <laughs> Yeah, that movie rules. Yeah. I, I never saw El Mariachi. Did you ever see that? Uh, I think I saw it a long time ago. I remember nothing of it. Yeah. But and I never saw Once Upon a Time in Mexico either. The Johnny I, Depp, no, the sequel. I didn't see that either. But Desperado. It's a good I, movie if you haven't seen it. I don't know if... Do you, does it still hold up? I, I feel like it probably does. Really? I, I mean, it's probably not like a... I bet it's got some cheese factor to it. I'm sure. Just a dusting. Have you seen a movie from the 90s? Seen a movie? Yeah, any movie. Oh yeah, I've seen some. Remember when Starship Troopers was huge? Uh yeah. Have you seen that movie anytime recently? No, I haven't, but I feel like even at the time Star Starship Troopers knew what it was. Yeah, I guess it was pretty campy from the beginning. Yeah, like the ruddy I've heard somebody's one of the actors on that movie um said like Somebody said that like Casper Van Diem was the only one that like didn't know what the movie was. <laughs> like he was, he was like you know really giving it his all. Oh my god! Everybody else played the roles with kind of a wink in their eye. But even know? Denise Richards was like, "Bro, you need to." Uh, it's like, hey, you know this is a uh, Starship Troopers. <laughs> Tone it the fuck down. <laughs> oh, anyways, so from dusk till dawn had a budget of nineteen million. And grossed fifty nine point three million worldwide. Not nice. bad, not bad at all. And it was also a huge hit for like a VHS and DVDs too. Yeah, well, there's no tell how much money it made it's from like that. Prime years for that. Oh yeah. So the movie opens on a Texas highway, and we see Sheriff McGraw, played by Michael Parks. He pulls up to Benny's World of Liquor. He's also in Death Proof, and same characters in Death Proof and uh -huh. Planet Terror. Wasn't he in another one? Probably. Was he maybe Once Upon a Time in Mexico? No. No. I think he was just in Tarantino flicks. Or Robert Rodriguez flicks, too. Oh. Uh, well, maybe. Anyway, yeah. he's in other ones, too. Yeah. I love this guy. He's Anytime I see him in something, well, Tarantino movies, I'm like, yeah. this dude is hilarious. I do love the cast that they pull. And I always get the A-listers, too, but they always give like a, like grindhouse cult movie people in their movies. It's yeah. Like, yeah. I appreciate that. Yeah, he passed away um, in like 2017, though. Oh, man. I was like, son of a bitch. Well, he walks into the liquor store, and he's talking to John Hawks, who I know him as Dustin from Eastbound and Down. <laughs> I forgot that was, he was in that, yeah. Yep. He also, was also in Night of the Scarecrow. He was? Yep. Who was he in Night of the Scarecrow? Just a guy. <laughs> I mean, he had like a minor role. Yeah. He wasn't just like, an extra or whatever, but yeah. he was, it was obviously like one of his first roles. Yeah. He was nominated for Academy Award. Wait a second. He probably, because that movie came out in 95. Yeah. So I'm wondering, it must have been like right around the same time. Yeah. Huh. Hey. Night of the Scarecrow. Good movie. Good movie. It's so, on YouTube. Yep. It's on YouTube. Were you going to add something? Oh, no. I was going to say okay. it's on YouTube. So yeah, Sheriff McGraw is talking to John Hawks. He's like, it's a hot goddamn day. <laughs> <laughs> and of course, um, Seth and Richie Gecko, they have, you know, hit up the liquor store. As you do. Yes. And they have a couple of uh, young ladies hostage. The sheriff pulls up and they're trying to get the sheriff out of there. 
Mm-hmm. So I love this whole intro here. Yeah. It's very uh, No Country for Old Menish, sort of. Oh, yeah. Kind of reminds me of that. Yeah, definitely. It's kind of a neo Western kind of thing. Yeah. So Sheriff McGraw goes to the bathroom. And this is where we're introduced to George Clooney. Comes up to the clerk, pointing his gat. It's so weird because he was just a. When this movie was made, he was just an ER guy, the guy on ER, the hot doctor on ER. Yeah. Like, this is the movie that kind of made, oh, wow, he can carry a movie. Yeah. And hasn't looked back since. He can also carry me in his arms. (laughs) Samoan tattoo and all. (laughs) Which was his idea, apparently. Yeah. You see that tribal tap peeking (laughs) out of that jacket there? Yeah. Yep. Yep. All the way up to his five o'clock shadow. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So, yeah, he got the idea of the tattoo because he watched, it was a 1994 movie. I forgot the name of it, but it was about like some Samoan something. I don't know. I didn't really <laughs> read much about it, but saw some pictures. Was it Rikishi Fatu starring? It's kind of what it looked like. <laughs> they like all had the kind of tribal tats. Uh, so George you. Clooney was like, I want that. <laughs> yeah, so anyways, we meet George Clooney. And Quentin Tarantino. Yeah. Probably his most prominent acting role in any movie. Yeah, it definitely is. That or, you know, dead blank storage guy from Pulp Fiction. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, Richie says that uh, he whispers to Seth, like, you know, he was giving him signals or whatever. Yeah. And the clerk's freaking out, like, you know, I'm trying to get him the fuck out of here or whatever. Anyways. George's all like, be cool. You be cool. Aren't I fucking cool? (laughs) Yes, George. Yes, you are. Yes, you are. Well, anyways, Sheriff comes back. Right away, Richie shoots him in the head. Gagoosh. Dead. Dead. Out of nowhere. Yeah. So Richie's like fucking crazy. Yeah, we really get the thing that he's uh like, what the fuck is going on here, man? Like, obviously he's not right in the head because we never saw anything from John Hawk saying "help me" or giving any kind of signals. He was yeah. doing a pretty good job. Well, Richie is uh psychotic, or there's like a that. lot of things wrong with Richie. Yeah. By the way, when John Hawks was saying like, you know, given the situation, I'd say I'm doing a pretty fucking good job and deserve an Academy Award. He would later win an Academy Award for Winter's Bone. In 2010. And he was also nominated for the sessions. Yeah, he's a good actor. He is. Also, you know who was originally, it was intended for that role? Who? Steve Buscemi. Oh, that would have been good. Yeah. Damn. Wait, I thought he was considered for the role of Richie. Uh, Maybe, but originally it was uh, his scheduling conflict. But uh, I, I listened to the commentary today. Uh-huh. And he was like, oh, we want to get Steve Buscemi for this. But uh, he had scheduling conflicts with something. So we just got oh, John Hawks okay. on. So real quick. You could pick any replacement for Tarantino in this movie. Because, let's, I'm sure this is no shocker, he's not the best actor. He's not bad. He's just kind of flat. Yeah. Yeah. Especially when he timed with Clooney, when pretty much everything he's in there is like, oh, you're so cool. And Clooney's like, or no, and Tarantino's like, I've got some ice bucket and, <laughs> and it'll be real quick. I'll be, I'll bring it right back. <laughs> So if I could replace QT with anybody, we'll say QT. Yeah. <laughs> Cutie. <laughs> Steve Zahn. Steve Zahn. Oh, wow. That's a weird. Yeah. Okay. I can see him doing this role pretty good. Okay. 
I was gonna say Steve Buscemi. Oh, Buscemi. Yeah, that'd be a good one too. I don't know. We'll have to mull that over. Mull that one over a little bit yeah. while we're doing this. So, anyways, Dwight Schrute's gangster cousin shoots a clerk. <laughs> now, he does kind of like Dwight Schrute. I can see that a now. Bit. Yeah, I can a see that. Bit. Yeah. <laughs> well, a shootout occurs between Seth and Richie and the clerk, and Seth shoots out the bottles behind them, and they set them on fire. You know how that works, but I'll let it pass. Really? That Alco- wouldn't happen? Alcohol's got to be super like high, like alcohol percentage. Like Everclear, sure, but if it's like 30, 40%, that's not going to catch on fire. So like Jack Daniels? That's not going to catch on fire. Really? No. Huh. But it's one of those things you'll see in movies, and I'm like, I'm going to accept this. Yeah. And now maybe it was all Everclear back there, and then sure, that would definitely catch on fire. Okay. Or moonshine. Or like 151 proof stuff like that would probably catch on fire. Yeah. But just your random Evan Williams, Jim Beam stuff, that's not going to catch on fire. Yeah. Have you ever had moonshine? I have. Yeah. I remember I tried to sneak in peach moonshine and go see the Texas Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. Oh. You tried to? Yeah. Uh, we you couldn't have well, it. wasn't a big mason jar. So oh. we couldn't fit So anybody could fit it in their pockets. Of course. I remember my buddy had like a Capri, not oh, it was a cargo pants. He had his like a cargo pocket. And he looked at me he was like, do you think they'll notice? I was like, dude, it was oh like God. you have like three knees over there. Uh, maybe <laughs> just put it in a bottle. Or- dude, we're not, we were drinking moonshine on the oh way to take Chainsaw Massacre at the beginning. How smart do you think we are? Yeah, that's a fair, fair statement <laughs> there. So, Seth and Richie walk out of the liquor store. Explosion behind them. Love this shot. Yeah, it's a good shot. Also reminded me of cool guys don't look at explosions. That's right. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. From the other guys? Yeah. Is that what that's from? Oh, it's from, it was an MTV thing that Annie Samberg and Will Ferrell did. Oh, yeah. 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 Okay. Well, yeah, you're right. It's a good shot. And the blasters, Dark Knight, starts playing as we get our title card. Mm-hmm. And you see Richie's like a handling. He got shot in his hand. Oh, that's right. And then they're just putting a, a duct, which is a cheap way of getting around and giving him a special effect every time. Just put duct, duct tape around his hand, and then you won't have to have uh, special effects all the whole time. Yeah. Well, I mean, I guess it's logical that he would try to wrap Cover it, it up. in something. Yeah. So, yeah, we uh, see Richie and uh, Seth cruising down the street. In my six pole. That's right. They got, <laughs> <laughs> I knew it was coming. They got a hostage tied up in the back. Do not like that shot. Oh, the hostage the in the Superman, trunk. like, uh, X-ray. They call it the Superman X-ray vision shot. Oh. I was like, yeah. maybe at the time it doesn't hold up well at all. Yeah, it did look a little funny when I rewatched it. Well, I guess we'll talk about some of the visual effects stuff at yeah, some point. Yeah, there's some things. I don't know. I mean, for 95. I mean, yeah, it gets passed. Okay. I mean, it gets a pass because all the other practical effects in this movie are great. Like when Selma Hayek disintegrates. <laughs> okay. It's a little Power Rangers-esque. Yeah. Yeah, so whatever. Make my monster grow. What's that from? It's just what Rita would say at the end of every Power Rangers episode. I don't remember that. I'm glad you do, though. I do. You need to, like, just highlight and delete a lot of information in your brain. It's really hard. Make room for, like... Actual useful shit. Yeah, really. <laughs> no, you hang on to that. <laughs> <laughs> One day, me knowing that Rita would say, make my monster girl was going to come in. 
So, That's what she said. Okay. Hey. So, <laughs> <clears throat> so they are at the little motel. Seth is trying to uh, get the guy's attention, ringing the bell. Calls I thought this scene was funny. Yeah, calls him a mean old bastard. I want a roomy mean old fucking bastard. <laughs> <laughs> so Seth backs up to the hotel. Little side note. I hate people that back into parking spots. I do. Do you back into parking spots? No. Why do people back into parking spots? So they can get out super quick. But while they're doing that, they're blocking everybody from getting in. And it's mainly like yep. if you have like a 2500 Chevrolet Silverado, mm-hmm. it's usually folks who like, now if you pull through, that's fine. Whatever. Yeah. that's yeah. I do that all the time. But when you like stop and you're back in, we get it. Yeah, and we then get when it. you're behind that car that's doing that, and you got to now back up because it's like, oh, they're tr- oh, okay, you got to back into your parking spot, don't you? If you do this at a Trader Joe's, and fuck you. Yeah, go fuck yourself. <laughs> <laughs> Those parking lots are already small enough to start with. I've heard it argued that people do it because it's safer to pull out because you have clear vision left and right. Okay. But I don't buy it. I still think you're full of shit. <laughs> And I think you're trying to be some fucking hotshot. Yeah. But they actually had a reason for backing in, though. Oh, yeah. The geckos. They got the hostage in the trunk. Mm-hmm. Unless you got a hostage in your trunk, park like a regular fucking person. Exactly. That's the only caveat. That's right. So, they bring in the hostage. George Clooney gives Gloria the rules. Shows off that sweet Caesar haircut. Oh, hell Caesar in this entire movie. <laughs> oh, hell I'm Caesar. I'm hell and Caesar. <laughs> 1995 is up in the house. Mm-hmm. There will be no E2 Brute going on in this house. <laughs> what? That's what he said when Brutus killed him. E2, oh. Bru- oh, that's famous. E2, which is U2 Brutus, because they were best friends. Oh, okay. Yeah. Well, Seth is like, hey, I got to run into town and do something. Uh, Richie, you hang out here with Gloria. Everybody be cool. Don't do anything fucking crazy. So Seth leaves. And Quentin Tarantino's all like, you want to come over here and sit on the bed with me and watch a movie? <laughs> He's so fucking weird in this Nothing movie. ever goes right when you just leave Quentin Tarantino by himself in this movie. Yeah. Because he is just a fucking creep. Yeah. Yeah. I like Quentin Tarantino. Have you seen the video of him like slapping that... Uh, that fucking reporter, he's like leaving a Starbucks or something. He's no. like got a coffee in his hand. He's no. like, what are you doing? What are you doing? What are you taking my fucking picture for? Hey, come here. Come here. <laughs> <laughs> it's <What>? great. <laughs> You've never seen that? Okay. I don't think I have. Yeah, I'll... Oh, I'm fully aware of the ego on this guy. Like, I like his movies and stuff, but the dude's yeah, got an well, ego on his head. Uh, this uh, paparazzi guy did seem kind of seem like a fucking asshole. So, well, they all are. So, I mean, it's not someone else to pop, pop, pop a paparazzo. Yeah, I'm cool. With I'm it. all for that. Yeah, I remember Miley Cyrus tour, like tore into one at one time. Hey, good for you, Miley. Yeah, I was mean, like, he like blocked his mom out from trying to get into a car and like almost like body checked her. Like she got out of the car. I was like, what the fuck is your problem? Okay, uh, that's my fucking mom. Okay, whatever. You take pictures of me. I don't give a shit. But don't you fucking touch my mom. Yeah, you go, Miley. Like, you go, Miley. <clears throat> yeah, like when me and you go to. Um, like the movies or something. Yeah. Paparazzi are coming at us. Dude, like, we hey, get flooded at the Alamo. Spook house. Over here. Over here, please. We're like, hey, just trying to go to the fucking movies. Okay? Exactly. God damn it. <laughs> I know we're big shit popping over here. You take pictures of me. You leave Jason alone. <laughs> He's fragile. He's fragile. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just trying to ruin a VHS tape, man. Leave me alone. You can't handle this fame. <laughs> Motherfucker. 
<laughs> All right, so it's so true. <laughs> yeah. So we meet um, Harvey Keitel, Jacob, Juliet Lewis, mm-hmm. Kate, and Ernest Lou playing Scott. If I had a soundboard, I'd play crickets. <laughs> well, let's just get this out of the way. This uh, Scott, yeah, the guy that's wearing the precinct thirteen shirt, yeah, sweet t-shirt. Huh? I do like his t-shirt. Yeah, yeah, true. But uh, it's a shame his acting isn't as cool as his t-shirt. This dude sucks. He's very one note. Very like uh, what was I trying to think? He's just not good. Really, he's just kind of very forgettable. Yeah, he's like, um, if you were to eat like two slices of white bread and a cup of milk for dinner, <laughs> it's like, whoa, that's bland. <laughs> I mean, it'll, I guess it'll do the job. Yeah. You know, you won't mm-hmm. go to bed hungry. No, you will not. But you did not enjoy that meal. <laughs> no, you did not at all. <laughs> Just imagine somebody dipping like bread and milk. I was like, ugh. <laughs> Hey, man, every time a hurricane comes around, that's what we do. Bread and milk sandwiches. That's right. So, but the rest, I I mean, I like Juliette Lewis as an actress. Yeah. Natural Born Killers is one of my favorite movies. I've seen it once. I didn't really enjoy it that much. I really enjoy it. I think there's like over 500 something cuts in that movie. Yeah. It it's, is crazy. I do. Yeah. And Tarantino hates it. Well, Tarantino... Wrote the script, uh-huh. and it kind of got revised so much that it he just became like, like story by. Yeah, he. I think originally he was still want to get the credit for it, but mm-hmm. he was like, when he went to WJ, I was like, can you just give me a story by credit because that's just no, in no way shape my script kind of thing. Okay. Well, I like Juliet Lewis I do. and Harvey Keitel. I mean, how fucking cool is he? Yeah, doesn't get a. Never really got his due. I don't know. He's in a lot of like Mark Scorsese. There's like Mean Streets. He's really good in that. And of course, he was in The Irishman. Yeah, that is true. And he was like the top dog in The Irishman. Yeah. Hey, who he played uh, the devil in Little Nicky. Yeah, <laughs> I forgot about that. Yeah. When are we doing that movie? That movie does not hold up that great. <laughs> Cassius getting the flash. <laughs> it's like, ah, uh, okay. Pick me a winner. <laughs> There's some funny moments in it. <clears throat> Quentin Tarantino's in that movie. That's right. He's a sh- the You sh- make the Lord very nervous. We all gonna die. <laughs> that is Quentin Tarantino. It, Holy shit. Yeah. All comes around full circle. Yeah, it does. Well, we get some of the backstory on Jacob. So he left the church because his wife died. We'll later find this out. Yeah. <clears throat> his wife died and he was like, not cool, Jesus. So he's like, peace. <laughs> <laughs> so he's they're going to Mexico to kind of start over. They're road tripping. Road tripping. Yeah. Well, it's pretty ice cold line. He's like, Mommy's got nothing to say. She's dead. <laughs> like, oh, all right. So we get a quick cut of the news reports of the gecko crimes. Mm-hmm. And the news reporter is Kelly Preston. Kelly Preston. Yes. Is she still married to John Travolta? Yeah, she is still uh, John Travolta's Hanging beard. in there? Yeah. yeah. Still his uh, trophy piece? Uh, I, yeah, that whole, it's pretty weird. But I haven't seen her in like anything in a long time, though. I don't know. He probably told the Scientologist, like, hey, don't let her do stuff. <laughs> <laughs> she has to stay here at the compound. <laughs> I don't know. You also get John Saxon, though. John motherfucking Saxon. Oh, yeah. 
Uh, which, of course, you will remember from Nightmare on Elm Street. He was Nancy's dad. Yes. And a cop in uh, about eight other movies. He's yes. just a, He's a good cop. And and if, if we were putting a Hall of Fame for Five O'Clock Shadows, like his would be number oh, yeah? one. Yeah. Even more so than George Clooney's kind of gray. Wait, was he rocking a Five O'Clock? Oh, it was very like a gray. Strike rent. a match on it? Yeah, exactly. Man. All man. Oh man, the jawline of a grate some cheese on that thing. What <laughs> <laughs> the jawline of a god? Yeah. <laughs> so they're filling you in on the gecko crimes. Now cut back to the hotel room. Seth comes back, and he's got some Kahuna burgers in his hand. Uh, oh, that is a tasty burger. <laughs> and he sees that Richie has killed the hostage. So, I well. First off, it's fucked up that Richie killed the sweet old lady. Yes. Um, I like how it shows it like in flashes. Yeah. Doesn't quite show you the full picture of what happened. Um, so I thought that was pretty cool. It was pretty cool. And of course, they kind of planned it a little bit earlier that uh, they said in one of the news beats that he was a registered sex offender too. So yeah. things probably didn't go well for the hostage at all. Maybe she didn't want to kick her shoes off and get on the bed with him. She did though. Oh, yeah. They watched cartoons. Yeah, so, yeah, um, George Clooney freaks out on him. As he should have. This is not what we do. Say, yes, Seth, I understand. (laughs) This is what I do to Jason before every episode. (laughs) Yeah, he grabs him by the hand. (laughs) Say, yes, Phil, I understand. You're not going to say anything crazy this time, are you, Jason? I go, no, I don't think so. What what do you have slang term for a butt this time? We're not talking about sci-fi movies. (laughs) It's not what we are. We only talk about good, classy films. <laughs> that's right. All right, so the Fullers, that's the uh, Harvey Keitel and his family, it's the Fullers. They arrive at the hotel, and, well, they Seth kind of walks in front of their van for a second. Seth has an idea. He got a beer? Stares him down. He just, yeah, he just stares him down, drinking a beer. He's like, hmm. Drinking a beer? Trying to get across Mexico. Uh-huh. Yeah, so in the hotel room, uh, Captain Charisma is playing his guitar <laughs> while uh, Jacob's taking a nap, and Quentin Tarantino knocks on the door. Uh, me and my lady, we are next door neighbors, and uh, our room doesn't have an ice bucket. If we could borrow yours, I'd bring it right back. <laughs> He's so weird. He is. <laughs> and then, I like, he turns away, and then he just got like a, he just pulls his gun out like it's a water gun or something. He's like, boop. Yep. And then Seth comes in, punches him right in the face. I gotta say something, though. I would totally let George Clooney punch me in the face. Uh, it sounds like you let him do more than that. Oh, yes. But we'll get to that part Jesus later. Jesus Christ, Jason. It really did, sir. So, uh... <laughs> that jackhammer steak. <laughs> <laughs> so he's like, what is, what is this? He's like, it's called a punch. Okay, Mr. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> so Kate walks in, Juliette Lewis. And uh, Richie has, uh, you know, feelings towards her. This, yeah. This little scene right here where, like, Richie imagines her. She's like. <laughs> what did she say, Phil? Would you do No, me? no, no, no. Look me right in the eyes Oh, right God. <laughs> Look me. <laughs> Don't break eye contact. Don't break eye contact. And say, would you do me a favor and eat my pussy? He's like, uh, sure. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, man. And this was right after uh, George Clooney had asked if Harvey Keitel, Jacob, and Scott were gay. 
What are you two gay? Oh yeah, yeah. yeah polite way to put it. <laughs> <laughs> and he also asked another valid question. He's like, uh, you know, you don't look. Uh, he says Japanese, but it's actually Chinese. Yeah, but valid point. Yeah. Is he adopted? I'm assuming so. Okay. His could... wife. His wife was actually Chinese. And then one of their children. That boy's 100%. <laughs> so I'm assuming he's adopted. <laughs> Anyways, so Jacob says his kids aren't going with him, and that is that. And Seth is like, oh, yeah, well, this is this, motherfucker. <laughs> and he threatens to blow the poor acting ability out of Scott's head. Oh, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he puts the gun in his mouth. I'm like, whoa. Yeah, he's like, you know, acting motherfucker, open your mouth. <laughs> Jangle those teeth around a little bit. <laughs> so now everybody's in the RV. And I love this little uh this little part. Seth is he's like, Hey Richie, put in your Your bit. Yeah, your bit. Yeah. Your retainer. <laughs> it's a weird little uh Character touch. Yeah, it was a uh, apparently there when they were first filming this. When they did that, because Quentin Tarantino apparently does grind his teeth, and uh, they're all talking about. I was like, "Oh, you do hear that too?" Like the only person in that RV that didn't grind their teeth apparently was George Clooney, and I was like, "Really? You're so perfect, George." God damn, there it is. <laughs> so Richie puts in his retainer, and Seth is talking to Jacob up front. About his uh his wife's death and everything. He finds out Jacob was a preacher. This whole dialogue back and forth, this is all really good. They had really good chemistry between the two of them. Now, yeah. obviously, Kaito wants nothing to do with him because he's being hijacked at gunpoint. Yeah, but he's, you know, like, I think I've got just about as up close and personal with you as I'm going to get. So, I really like these two together. And he also promises that his brother will not cause any harm to yeah and seth gives jacob his word like hey you don't do anything fucking crazy you know i'm gonna let you go gives him his word i believe him i do too yeah even though he is a a convict on the run killed 16 people yeah so i guess uh george clooney and not not really his brother richie they're kind of like they're bad guys but you root for him in a way anti-heroes is what they call those yeah kind of anti-heroes yeah. but seth more so like well, richie's you don't feel just, bad for richie yeah richie's just that dude's you don't want to you don't want anything to do with that guy no and we of course we get a little bit of the, the foot fetish up here in a second when they're just zooming in on the feet yeah boy <laughs> and then it's funny it's like ask like hey about what you said to me earlier you know, back at the hotel. Oh, yeah. I, t- I totally would do that for you. It's like, talking about eating pussy. You're already talking. And then you also hear George Clooney in the back going, Richie. Like, we'll talk later. Oh, <laughs> uh, yeah. <laughs> so now they arrive at the border. And uh, this is all a good little scene here. Yeah. Good uh, good tense moment. First appearance of Cheech Marin in the movie. That's right. Originally, it was Pl- planned to be Eric Estrada. Yeah, I did read that. <laughs> Seth and Richie, they go in the bathroom with Kate. And we're left with uh, Harvey Keitel and Scott up front. And he's trying his hardest to act. He's like, if you don't call, if you don't tell the cops, I will. Everyone says when you get in a situation like this, you get one chance. This is that one chance. Harvey Keitel's like, I'm running the show here. I'm the big dog. I call shots. <laughs> Shut the fuck up. 
So Cheech Marin approaches the vehicle and, you know, is asking what's your business in Mexico, yada, yada. Meanwhile, in the bathroom, Seth is like, hey, just don't act like a fucking nut and let's get through this. Oh, Richie's all like, yo, what do you mean? What do you, what do you mean? You call me a fucking nut? You calling me a fucking nut? <laughs> <laughs> so, oh, Seth, was that when I broke you out of prison? Because I guess that uh, was pretty crazy, oh, huh? I'm, oh, oh, I'm sorry. Okay, uh, why don't you refresh my fucking memory? What? Was, was I a nut then? Okay. <laughs> <laughs> was this not the time or the place for this, Richie? He's like, <laughs> really? I don't care what the hell I was fucking. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So Seth knocks him out, and Cheech hears the banging in the back. He's like, "Hey, what's that?" I thought it was just you and your son. So he comes on board, and you know. Juliet Lewis taking a pee-pee. Close the fucking door, please. And he like creepily smiles as he shuts the door. Yeah, he kind of shuts the door pretty slowly there while staring her down. So anyways, they get across the border and Seth is elated. I love that he, he runs up like, God damn, that was intense. Yeah. But guess what? We're in Me- he grabs Scott. Guess what? We're in Mexico, you little piece of fucking <laughs> shit. Yeah, he like puts his hand in his face. It's like, you no-acting piece of shit. We fucking did it. We're in Mexico, you no-acting motherfucker. (laughs) So, they are heading to the titty twister. And Richie wakes up. Because, of course, he's still knocked out. Yeah, it's a movie. And Seth is all like, we're going to pound booze, wait for Carlos, head down to El Rey. Then you and I are going to kick fucking back. Richie's all upset about his glasses. He's like, oh, like some fucking Mexican's going to have my description down there, Seth. Fuck. <laughs> well, they arrive at the Titty Twister. Second appearance of Cheech Marin. Oh, yeah. That's very, right. Tells you all about the uh, various types of pussy they have. Yes. And they're also it's on sale. They came in a good weekend because it's on sale this weekend. You got pussy on sale. Maybe it's like a you know like tax-free weekend before school starts. Now, out of all these types... Which one? No. Oh, no. <laughs> yeah, like, okay. Uh, like, let's not talk about this like, part. Hey, Phil. D- d- just snapping pussy is what sounds like. Snapping pussy? We got, we got white pussy, black pussy, yellow pussy, Spanish <laughs> pussy, snapping pussy, bloody pussy, hairy pussy. <laughs> we got a new kind, apple oh. pie pussy. Uh, apple pie pussy. And it was like, we got taken of our, buy one piece of pussy, you get one of equal or lesser value for a penny. <laughs> if you find anything cheaper than that, fuck it. That's right, Jason. I'll pass on the horse pussy. <laughs> oh, yeah, that chicken pussy. <laughs> chicken pussy. All right, hey, let's stop saying that word. Yeah. <laughs> I do love, like, I started to envision, like, because when he says the, uh, like, if you can find anything cheaper than that, fuck it. Yeah. He, like, squats down and looks right at the camera. Like, I can imagine, like, being the, the one of the characters just, like, walking up somewhere and somebody just screams and then just squats and looks right at the ground. <laughs> <laughs> kind of breaks the third wall there. It does. Yeah. Well, Seth gives them all a pep talk. He's like, look, we're going to go in here. We're going to wait for my friend to show up. We're going to drink. We're going to have a lot of drinks. So, anyways, they walk up, and, uh, yeah, Cheech starts kind of harassing Kate, and Seth just punches him. Yeah. Because he's fucking badass. <laughs> and Seth, I mean, uh, Richie kicks him while he's down. So now they are inside the titty twister. There's tits. There's pool tables. There's tits on pool tables. Yeah. There's fights. Mm-hmm. There's Danny Trejo working behind the fucking bar. There's yeah. a band. Mm-hmm. This place looks cool. 
I heard they were talking about it like a because obviously Scott carried he was like not even twenty one so they, he had never been to a bar before. Oh really? And they were was like we really ruined it because he's never going to go to a bar this cool ever in his life. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> had he, had uh, he never acted before either? <laughs> Probably not. Yeah, it kind of shows. <laughs> this bar is for bikers and truckers only. There's about to be a tussle. Oh yeah. Yep. But Jacob bells him out. He's like, you know, I am a trucker. These are my guests. Welcome to the Titty Twister. <laughs> Do you have food here? Best in Mexico. I somehow doubt that. We're going to go to this <laughs> table over here. You're going to bring a waitress, and you're going to take our orders, okay? <laughs> All right, Captain Cool. Yeah, Easy. exactly. Also, whenever I see Danny Trejo, I get so happy. Yeah. he Homeboy is Shredded in there. Yeah, he's Jack. I got traps for days. <laughs> they don't stop. I'm like, God damn. Doing them deadlifts. Apparently, him and uh, Roger Rodriguez are second cousins. Okay. And they didn't realize it until this very movie. I'll be damned. Yep. Cool. So, Seth just kicks a guy out of his chair. <laughs> There's a guy sitting in his chair. So, side note, Jason's going out with me tonight. Okay, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we're going to go watch UFC fights. Yep. And uh, Jason's going to have a beer with me. He's going to have more than a beer with me. <laughs> Are you just going to like kick somebody out of the chair? Oh, dude, I'm straight. Like tonight? Be, like, yeah, I, I, haven't, I haven't gone out drinking in probably over a year. Okay. So I'm going to be like full on like Seth Gecko in this. Oh, is Tiger getting out of the cage tonight? <laughs> oh, yeah. Tiger, Tiger's running loose. Juice is loose. Juice is loose. <laughs> <laughs> Oh man! So, so we meet. Uh, we see Tom Savini for the first time, real quick. Sex machine. Sex machine snatches a beer out of Greg Nicotero's hand. Oh, he doesn't just snatch it. He takes his little whip. His little whip. Yes, Greg Nicotero, makeup effects artist for this, and makeup effects artist on like all of Tarantino stuff. Yeah, he he uses K and B effects mainly. Yeah. Um, I feel like we talk about them on literally every episode this year. Yeah, <laughs> they're in a lot of stuff. Yeah. Yeah, between those two, between Savini and Nicotero, they, God, they've spilled a lot of blood between those two. <laughs> so Jacob's like, I do drink. I'm just not drinking now. Sounds familiar. <laughs> We're going to break that tonight, right, Jason? I'm kidding. <laughs> so Seth's all like, shot, 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 shot. Everybody. So he gets Scott a shot. Even Scott's bitch ass takes one. Yeah, and then Kate gets his... I remember he was like, all right, we're doing another one shot. So he goes, yes, I'll have another. Thank you. <laughs> <laughs> so Seth is... uh, He's still pissed about the guy grabbing his shoulder earlier. Mm-hmm. He's like, I'm going to finish this bottle, and I'm going to break this bottle over that ape's head. So we see uh, Fred Williams for the first time. Former Oakland Raider. And black exploitation star. Oh yeah, yeah. Also starred. Well, one of his most notable movies is Boss Nigga. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> um, and he was also <laughs> Starsky and Hutch. Yeah, he was as the lieutenant. Why are you touching him? <laughs> Jacob's like, are you such a loser that you haven't seen that you've won, Seth? You've won, Seth. Enjoy it. <laughs> He's like, Jacob, I want you to have a drink with me. No, I insist. No, I insist. <laughs> then they do a shot together. Mm-hmm. 
And at this point, you're like, look at these guys getting along. Look at these broing out. Look at these, look at these guys. <laughs> look at us. Look at us. These guys being dudes. Yeah. Hey, hey, look at us. <laughs> so, do you like how George Clooney does a shot and just like slams it down on the table repeatedly? Yeah. I'm going to do that tonight. Hey, hey bartender. <laughs> well, Mr. Treo introduces Selma Hayek to the crowd. Stantonical. Pandemonium. Apparently, that was a movie that Tarantino saw in the old video store he used to work at. He never saw the movie, though. He just saw the poster. Oh, okay. (laughs) And uh, Selma Hayek comes out with a snake. Apparently, she did not want to do this role because she has like a crazy fear of snakes. Yeah. And had to like go see a therapist or something. Uh, I heard they lied to her and said Madonna was going to do it if she didn't. Oh, yeah. Didn't Britney Spears kind of steal this from her? Maybe. Kind of. I didn't think didn't about she do a thing with a snake. Same color snake. Yeah. Uh, it was like a green outfit. Hey, maybe. side note. Did you see that video of Britney Spears breaking her foot while she was dancing? Yeah, you showed it to me. Really? Yeah, last weekend. We showed it to me. Oh, okay. <laughs> it was, I was like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You heard a thing snap. Yeah, guys, if you haven't seen this yet, just I'm guessing it's on YouTube by now. Just type in Britney Spears breaks foot. She's like dancing wildly at her home. And she's like warming up or whatever. Like manically. Yeah. Like just, she does not seem well, you know? Yeah. Anyway, she's dancing and then you hear like a snap. And, and it's she like, just drops. It's like, <laughs> it's like, whoa, what is Britney Spears up to? <laughs> so we get the famous Santonico pandemonium dance. Yeah. And it, it is, uh, I don't want to incriminate either one of us. <laughs> It's a scene. It's a scene. <laughs> so it is a scene with Salma Hayek, and she is putting on a show. And Tarantino really gets to live out his foot fetish in this. Yeah. So they take the snake away, and she walks up to Richie, and she sticks her foot in his mouth, and yeah, pours liquor down there. Yeah, down her foot into his mouth, and then she baby birds him some whiskey. Yeah. You ever done a baby bird? Baby bird? Oh, yeah, that's right. No, I've never done that. Thank you. Want me to baby bird you some PBR real quick? Yeah, drink that uh, PBR. (laughs) Bring it over here. Open your mouth. (laughs) So, I have yet to find... I don't even know if I would actually go through with this. Yeah. Just one night while I'm out, like, you know, drinking with some friends or whatever. Yeah. I want to casually have somebody baby bird me some beer, like, mid-conversation. And then just continue the conversation like nothing happened. Well, it's not going to be me tonight. Yeah, I found <laughs> okay. that. I was going to walk by like in between rounds or something, and I was to be like, "Hey, feel, feel," and just like <laughs> pull up in your head, and then just like just gently uh, let the uh, the Bud Light oh, pour God. through my mouth into yours. Well, I can't really say I want to do that. I just feel like somebody needs to. That would be hilarious. And then I was going to walk as, as I'm leaving for the night. I, I get my <laughs> lift. But I can't take this with me here, Phil. You have it. <laughs> Well, Cheech walks up to the boys. He's like, he's that puto over there. <laughs> he's the son of a bitch that broke my nose. And this motherfucker. And this piece of shit kicked me while I was down. <laughs> well, Monkey Man stabs uh, Richie's hand. Seth shoots him in the chest. Richie stabs Danny Trejo. And yeah, little fight breaks out here. I like when uh, Cheech is just laughing at him. They turn around. 
Like, oh, you think that's funny? Mm-hmm. They shoot the shit out of him. So Selma Hayek is still on stage, and she, she sees Richie's bloody hand. She's uh, she's about to what? She's she's getting in the mood for some uh some blood. Uh huh. Yeah. And at, at exactly one hour, one minute, and thirteen seconds, this just became a vampire movie. Snap! She bites his neck. Richie dies. Richie. <laughs> Could you, just real quick, could you yeah. imagine being someone who doesn't know this is a vampire movie and watch this for the first time? You know, I can't remember if, when I saw this for the first time, I don't know if I remember that it made that turn or not. Uh-huh. Because you don't really, it's not really, I don't recall it being advertised as a vampire movie. It was. Really? Yeah, it was. Okay. Uh, I, I mean, I watched the trailer for it before I came in there. Okay, and it was definitely it was advertised more as a, a vampire movie than it if was a heist movie. If they did this movie. today, they would like totally try to like no, don't keep it locked down. Yeah. <laughs> don't let anybody go into this movie blind. What other movies have done that? Like it just completely like an turns an hour into it, and then it's like, oh, yeah. guess what? I'm trying to think, because I know well the the King Kong remake you don't see him until the first hour but that's still you know they're on the uh, well you know what's coming yeah you know what's coming with a movie called King Kong yeah <laughs> <laughs> it's not like oh okay yeah uh, I, I can't think of many movies that have just had a hard turn like in completely genre shift yeah to this kind of thing I'm sure there are that I can't think of right now but like right yeah. now on the spot I just can't yeah. really we'll have to to mull it over. It's vampire time, baby. Woo, fucking stoked. Chaos, blood, tits. Yeah. Uh, pool tables, uh, band. Playing on people instruments. Yeah. <laughs> playing dead bodies. So Cheech goes after Kate and Scott. This line's kind of dumb. He's like, you know what people say about me? I suck. Yep. Ooh. There's a, There's another one that really drives Ooh. me crazy. I bet I know what it is. You're unbelievable. <laughs> oh! The, yeah, maybe. I don't know. Wait, can I guess real quick? Yeah. It's not a pun. It's not a joke. Oh. It's just a line delivery that I hate. Oh, okay. Okay. Save it. Oh, yeah, I will. Okay. Keep it in my back pocket. Cool. Yeah. All right. So Kate puts her cross necklace on him, and that melts Cheech, and his yeah. eyes explode. Yeah, these vampires are not... Very strong vampires, like you see in some movies. Like it takes not a lot to really kill them. Yeah, imagine a room full of Jerry's up in here from Fright Night. <laughs> Wouldn't stand a chance. Game over, dude. Can you imagine a fight between Jerry and Seth on the dance floor? Sexiest fight of all time, dude. <sighs> Shut your mouth. Don't look at me right now. Look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. Don't look at me. <laughs> Jerry in his fucking turtleneck sweaters versus George Clooney. And that sweet tribal tat. Man, come on. (laughs) And Caesar. Come on, (laughs) cuz. That ain't even right. Uh -uh, It ain't. It ain't. Oh, man. Fred Williams flips over the table. He does the four table kill. You know, throws them each on one leg. Yeah. So Seth shoots Selma Hayek. And she punches him across the room. I wish movies would stop that. Punching somebody across the room? Yeah. It happened. Well, it doesn't happen much anymore, but you see it. Saw it a couple times with Freddy versus Jason. Oh, yeah. <laughs> That's true. So, meanwhile, Tom Savini's kicking ass. 
with his uh, little whip. Oh, Apparently, yeah. Savini actually knows how to use a whip. Of course he does. And it shows. You know, I met Tom Savini once. You did? Yeah. Was he cool? I have an 8x10 photo from this movie signed by him. Oh. Huh. Was he cool? Uh, now, mm. granted, like, was this like on Sunday at the end of a thir- three-day core convention? Nope. This was the first day, Friday. Okay. Um. Okay. Is Tom Savini a legend? Uh, yes, he yeah. is. Yeah. Okay. And I've heard some people, they've had pleasant run-ins with him, and there are a lot of people that haven't had yeah. so pleasant run-ins with him. Just type in Tom Savini unpleasant experience. I heard one time that he was going to, at a con, and they were like asking him, he had a panel. Uh-huh. And like for the first, it was just an hour-long panel. Like For the first 30 minutes, he just talked about his diet and workout routine. Okay, real talk. I'd actually be like kind of interested. <laughs> I'm like, okay, so what kind of workouts do you have? <laughs> How much protein are you getting from your lentils? Oh, a little vegetarian shade over here. Okay. No, <laughs> uh, so well, I'll, I'll tell this story. So when I met him, yeah, I paid like you know what? I got two autographs, the eight by ten picture, and I got him to sign my final chapter poster. Cool. When I talked to him, he acted like he couldn't have given less of a shit. I was like, hey, what's up, Tom? You know, how you doing? He just kind of had this, looked at me with this attitude of like, uh. <laughs> it's like, all right, here's your money. Thanks for the signature. However, when my ex-girlfriend who was with me talked to him, uh-huh. he perked right up. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh. He he kind of came off a little, uh, uh, why don't you pump the brakes there, bud? <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Oh, I gotcha. So just Google some stories. Yeah. Again, some people have had great run-ins with him. He's a fucking legend. I like Tom Savini. Yeah. How I didn't have a great experience with him is what it is. It is. But he's good in this movie. Yeah. He's- fucking asshole. <laughs> so, um, <laughs> sorry. <laughs> so, Daddy Trejo. He gets uh, whipped and stabbed by a sex machine. <laughs> stabbed with a pull stick. And, uh, okay, here's my favorite line of the movie. Okay. Selma Hayek, she tells Seth, you know, you're going to be my little dog. Blah, 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 blah. Welcome to slavery. No thanks. Already had a wife. Oh! Bow! <laughs> Apparently, <laughs> that was an improv line from George Clooney. Yeah. And that was used in all the trailers. And apparently, like, originally, he had to could put that back into the movie because it was in the trailers. Like, he had taken it out. Really? Yeah. But then he saw the trailers, like, God damn it. <laughs> no thanks. Already had a wife. Oh! So, also, I watched this movie on subtitles. So, yeah. what, what did you say when she, what the name she was going to call him? I will call you. Uh. I forgot. Spot? Yeah, that's what I always thought it was. Subtitle said Spud. S-P-U-D. I will call really? you Spud. I think she still said Spot. I think that was an error in really? the... Yeah, I feel like that was an error in the, whoever was typing up the subtitles. If somebody can clarify out there, we uh, spookhousepodcast at gmail.com. Is it Spud or Spot? We want to know. We want to know. Yeah. Well, he shoots the chandelier. It falls on Selma Hayek. With the handgun, you know, because he's a dead-eye shot. That's right. <laughs> Oh, old dead-eyed dick with a, sh- 
with the accuracy over there. Oh, man. So, we get some uh, visual effects here of her body melting. Yeah. Yeah. They're effects. <laughs> they are effects. They're effects. From 1995, yeah. they are. I mean, it's not too bad. It's passable. Yeah. I didn't see anything in this movie where I was like, whoa. You know, everything's like, okay. It's 95. It's 95. Yeah. Be gentle. <laughs> <laughs> um. So, Monkey Man, he comes after all of them. The big, burly Mexican guy. Yep. Yo, Monkey Man. If you're gonna, what's he say? Like, if you want to take on somebody, take on someone your own side. Why don't you take on me? And he rips his fucking heart out, and it's the Jason goes to hell heart. But make yeah. it a comeback. Mm. Do you think Nick Terry just had that in his little goodie bag? I'm sure they probably. Like, I'm gonna use this again one day. Mm. But it isn't a good movie though. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> oh man, what if Creighton Duke? Sh- well, Creighton Duke would fit into this movie. He would. Couldn't you just picture Creighton Duke like sitting around the fucking? He would just sit there and be like, he'd be like, Seth, your brother's about to be reborn. <laughs> <laughs> we got to find Jason's heart so he can be reborn. <laughs> it's We're, the only way. Jessica's in danger. Who's Jessica? We're dealing oh. with vampires right now. Oh, I'm sorry. Wrong movie. I'm talking about some uh, uh, a killer in New Jersey. Why are you in Mexico? <laughs> Where's my hot dog and donut? I got to get out of here. <laughs> so... Yeah, I'm surprised little Jason demons didn't come flying out of the heart when Tom Savini stabbed it. Oh, yeah, with a pencil. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, so four naked vampire chicks walk up to the boys. Mm-hmm. It's over pretty quick, though. Yeah, they make quick work of them. Even uh, Frost, that's Fred Williams' name. Yeah, Frost. Even you never though they, never, they, they never, never say, say it. it. I love, though, that uh, Frost comes running at them with a pencil. Like everybody else has a weapon, and he just comes oh, running really? at them with a pencil. Huh. <laughs> Are they supposed to burn up or something? They all burst into flames. Actually, these visual effects look kind of... I like how the band, they're like, fuck you, everybody, good night. And And they they explode. Yeah. That's pretty cool. (laughs) Seth finds Richie. Richie is dead. And he, uh, you know, has a little heartfelt goodbye to Richie. Yeah. But that ain't Richie no more. Mm -mm. That's... Quentin Zombitino. It's like a cast off from Nightbreed, his makeup. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Do you like Nightbreed? It's all right. I wasn't a big fan. Really? I'm not a huge fan of like Clive Barker. There's stuff. like four hour there's like four different cuts of that movie. So I've heard. Yeah. Well, one cut's enough for me. <laughs> <laughs> Kinda looks like Frankenstein here a little bit. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. Yeah. Savini is about to well, Sex Machine is about to kill Richie. Yep. Seth's like, hey, bitch. Mm-mm. That's my brother. Back up. Damn right. So Seth does it himself. He's like, time down. And he pistol whips a stake in his heart. And what he says here is to, hopefully I'll give you the peace and death that I could not give you in life. That's I hated right. hated that line. Hated that line. Is that it, the one you're talking about? Yeah, for it's, it sounds awkward. It's delivered awkwardly by him. I just I hated it. I did not. I didn't think it was necessary. Yeah, didn't like it. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, when I heard it, I was like, eh, whatever. But I get it. No, no, dog, no, dog. Jason's like, I ain't letting this one go. Fuck yeah. that line. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. So Seth starts doing shots. And Jacob's like, Hey, I need you to keep it together. 
bitch. <laughs> then all the bats show up. Kate gets attacked by uh, a legless vampire. Yep. Lieutenant Danpire. <laughs> oh. Oh. It's <laughs> so, a good one. Thanks. <laughs> Thanks. I wrote it myself. Oh, snap. Oh, snap. Look at you. <laughs> so, I do all my own stunts, too. <laughs> so, she is saved by a sex machine. And, uh... Yeah, find that. Hey, what's your name? Kate, what's your name? Sex machine. Sex machine. So they go around, they stake the other vampires, <clears throat> you know, kill the ones that haven't been staked yet. Exactly. And Sex Machine gets bitten. Mm-hmm. Well, Seth holds court. He's like, all right, everybody, huddle up. We got to figure out what's what. Yeah. So Scott steps up with the, hey, you want to talk about bad line delivery? He's like, well, look around us. We got crosses everywhere. And all right, swing and a miss. All right, <laughs> you, just, you just two crosses <laughs> together, and you got a cross. Yeah, that's right. It works in this movie, though. <laughs> hey, yeah, it's not wrong. Sex Machine's like, yeah, uh, Peter Cushing does that all the time. Better call it Peter Vincent. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Charlie Brewster. <laughs> and Evil Ed shoot some gay porn. <laughs> so Seth mentions that Jacob is, you know, he's a preacher. He's one of the boys. Then he punches Seth. Oh, yeah. I don't get why he punched him right there. Because he's lost his faith, and he doesn't want to be talked about that. That's not him anymore. Oh, yeah. Now, are you one of the boys, or are you a mean motherfucking servant of God? (laughs) I'm a mean mm, servant of God. (laughs) That part kind of bothered me. It's like, (laughs) just say motherfucker. Well, it's showing that he's found his way, because he doesn't curse anymore. Well, uh, Jacob... That's right, Jason. So Jacob, he's like, all right, I'm in, son of a bitch. So, okay. This this is the dumbest part of this movie. Okay. What's Frost uh-huh. talking about nom stories? <laughs> I'm throwing bits of flesh and hair. So he starts rambling about being in nom like fucking Uncle Rico talking about his glory days on the football field. <laughs> Back in 72, I could throw a football, pigskin a quarter mile. Coach would have put me in that football game. Are you serious? Oh, I'm dead serious. So, <laughs> but yeah, this is just really weird. Grenade blew up in my face. Because, Wow, like, I'm so pretty. Look, uh, Seth and Seth and the whole family, they're just watching him tell this story. Mm-hmm. But this out of character for Seth just to be like, all right, we're just going to stand here and watch this guy tell war stories right yeah. now. Why the fuck? And Savini, he's like starting to turn into a vampire, I guess. Yeah, yeah, he is. He like looks over at Scott at one point. He's hiding his hand. And Scott's like, hey, I'm listening to this guy tell nom stories. Okay. <laughs> he's acting way better than I am. Yeah. It's just weird. Um, I did think it was funny, though, when Sex Machine crawled up behind uh, Frost, Frost yeah. and he had his fingers kind of crawl up like a spider. Yeah, how did nobody see Sex Machine come up behind him? Just thought of that just now. Tom okay. Savini. He's Tom Savini. Yeah. Yeah. He is a special makeup effect. Hey, there you go. I'll bite my tongue. So, <laughs> um, <clears throat> Sex Machine punches Seth. Now we got a Frost versus Sex Machine battle. And he throws Sex Machine through the window. And when he turns around, Frost is now a vampire too. Oh, yeah. And all the bats come flying in. Yeah, Frost as a vampire looks pretty damn scary. Yeah, he does. Yeah. 
So they run down the hall to the little storage area. You know, why did Scott still have to be alive? Out of all the characters. <laughs> Not much longer. Yeah, I know. Still. Yeah. They should have shot him back at the hotel. <laughs> Just to make sure they're not fucking around. Yeah. They're all in the little storage room area. Yeah. Jacob is still under the bar. And he gets up with this little, makes a little cross gun with a shotgun and a stick. Mm-hmm. So do you know what originally he was going to say during the scene? What? So this script was written before Pulp Fiction. All right. So you know the Ezekiel quote that Samuel L. Jackson kept saying? Mm-hmm. In Pulp Fiction? He originally wrote this for like when he's doing this part. Really? He, he was going to say that line. Oh, wow. Yeah. But apparently like uh, Tarantino was like, I like that. I want to use it in this thing here. Huh. And uh, Robert Rodriguez was like, and I, I realized I had to use this because he just kept cannibalizing the script. So I just... Uh, <laughs> like, huh. So I do... I really like the shot when Harvey Keitel stands up and he's like, all the vampires are looking at him. Yeah. It just looks good. There's good. This movie has great makeup effects. It does. Yeah. K and B really, really did did a good <clears throat> job on this one. Yeah. So he goes down the hall. You know, shoots a few vampires along the way. They mm-hmm. let him inside. So Jacob has been bit. He gives them the old halftime speech. It's like, all right, guys, we're getting creamed out there. <laughs> <laughs> Total up Hold halftime. Up, all right. We we're, got this is homecoming. You got your whole family looking at you right now. This is our house. We're just gonna let them come into our house. And then Scott gets up. We ready? <laughs> hey, what's that new Ben Affleck movie? It's coming out. Oh yeah, I know what you're talking about. Yeah, this basketball movie. Do you think there's gonna be an inspirational halftime speech in that movie? Oh, you damn straight. There's gonna be <laughs> there's one. There's gonna be like five. Mm-hmm. We don't give up because this is our house. I quit drinking. <laughs> I quit drinking because of this. <laughs> I gave up Batman. <laughs> oh, man. Actually, I, I never even saw him as Batman. I never saw that movie. He was the only good part about it. I mean, the was rest of the movie was that the Batman trying. versus Superman? He was in two. He was in Batman versus Superman. Really? And he was in Suicide Squad briefly. Oh, God. And he was in Justice League. Cool. Yeah. Pass. Um, yep. Okay. <laughs> well, they go through all the crates, you know, from that have accumulated over the years from all the old truckers and stuff that have passed through there, you know? Yeah. And according to Amazon Prime, opening boxes is playing as this scene is going on. (laughs) (laughs) You ever watch a movie on Amazon Prime and pause it? Yeah, I had to rent this, by the way. It's not streaming anywhere. Yeah, I had to rent mine from uh, Alamo the other night. Oh, okay. I should have grabbed that copy. They had a couple copies. I only saw one, but... I should have got it. Anyways, I rented it on Amazon Prime. One thing I do like about Prime, when you you can like pause any scene and it'll show you who's in the scene. Yeah, I do like that. So that's pretty cool. And they'll show you what song is playing. Opening boxes, banger, dude. <laughs> the kids call it a bop. A bop. <laughs> so they load up on water guns and condoms. Remember those? I do. There was actually <laughs> one in my complex. There was like a, a torn condom. I was like, what is that? I was walking thin, and I saw a li- a torn lifestyle rapper. Oh god! I was like, what "The fuck is this? This is a classy apartment complex." <laughs> Trojans only. Throwback. Yeah. Oh, so Jacob. Okay, this kind of feels like filler here. This whole scene, like Jacob makes him promise to kill him. 
You know? I love that it was like a. Well, I don't. I believe you. you no, know, my favorite part of this whole scene was like when he first goes like, uh, "When I turn, I need you to promise." Before he even finishes the scene, Seth's like, "I'll kill you, dude. I got you." Oh yeah, he's <laughs> like, "I promise, Jay. I promise, Jay." Yeah, <laughs> but yeah, Scott, boy, he's trying his hardest. You don't believe in suicide. You, don't. you won't do it. It's like God. It's not suicide if you're already dead. One, two. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I'll do it. It, I swear in Jesus Christ's name. I swear in Jesus Christ. Kill me, Kate. <laughs> <laughs> Kill me, Scott. So I don't have to watch you act anymore. <laughs> oh. <laughs> so they walk up in the club like they're about to get tipsy. Mm-hmm. So all the vampires are staring at them. This looks like downtown Greenville at 2 a.m. when they turn the lights <laughs> on. <laughs> Oh my god! Yeah, yeah, it does. Hey, check out those babes over there. Yeah, lights come on. Everybody <laughs> left PBs. <laughs> yeah. Oh man. Hey Seth, what's your favorite Metallica album? Come on! <laughs> <laughs> so they start killing all the vampires, and you know he's got the jackhammer spike. Yeah, he's got the jack thing. Spike hammer, and uh, Scott's got the water gun with condoms that. Yeah. Uh, his dad blessed, even though it's a Catholic thing. He's a Baptist preacher. Yeah, we'll, we'll just let it we'll slide. Roll with it. Yeah, we'll sure. roll with it. <laughs> What's Kate got? The Kate, crossbow. She's got the crossbow. Okay. Oh, and they've also got bullets that have a they carved a cross in. Mm. So I mean, literally anything will kill these vampires. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, that's true. One thing that kind of bothers me about this. Mm-hmm. Side note: I do really like this movie. Yeah, we just talk shit. Yeah, the vampires—they all kind of stand around like the Foot Clan. You know how like one will fight the person while oh, the yeah. others are just kind of swaying back and forth like they're a character on Mortal Kombat <laughs> after you like select them. You know, they're just like... <laughs> yeah. yeah. It's like just gang up on them. You can kill them easy. Game over, right? Yeah, but the vampires are like, ah, I'm seventh in line. <laughs> I'm, I'm, I'm waiting my turn to fight George Clooney. I gotta see the bouncer real quick because I check my ID at the door. <laughs> well, Seth rips... Sex machine's head off, and then he turns into with his own whip. With his own whip, and then he turns into zombie splinter, kind of yeah, a rat thing. Turns into a rat thing. Yeah, apparently this was a holdover from a last draft kind of thing, and they still didn't know if they were going to do it or not. But they said K and B effects they had made it, so like, well, if they made it, let's just go ahead and use it. If it works, yeah. it works. If it doesn't, it doesn't. Yeah, I guess it's there. Yeah. So Kate shoots him with the arrow, and yeah, she whistles at him. That's right. So, that's a whistle. So, Jake Jacob runs into Frost and stabs him with the shotgun. Mm-hmm. I do like how he's, like, shooting other vampires while the gun's still in his stomach. Yeah, that's pretty sweet. Yeah. So, then he gets stabbed, um, gets surrounded by vampires, but he turns into one. So, they all back up. Then Jacob eats Scott. Thank God. Too soon. Not really, though. Yeah. Scott shoots him. Seth is like, fight now, cry later. <laughs> okay. <laughs> well, all the vampires eat Scott. What's Scott say? Kill me, Kate. Kill me, Kate. Kill me. Kill me, Kate. Put me out of my fucking misery. Yeah. I can't act worth a shit. I need to go back to accounting school. <laughs> well, she shoots him and he explodes. He explodes. And all the vampires around him explode too. He's like an M80 person. Oh, hey, maybe it was the cross bullets. Maybe. Yeah, coming into play. Mm-hmm. All right. 
So Seth and Kate are surrounded. Mm-hmm. The sun's coming up. Yep. Pull a fright night. Exactly. Sun's coming up. She holes in the walls and then shoots some holes in the walls. Carlos shows up. He kicks in the door. Have you seen my friend Seth? <laughs> Looking for my friend Seth. It's Cheech Marin. Seth punches him. So, in, yeah, he cuts a deal with Carlos. Yada, yada. Yep. Tosses Kate some money. Mm-hmm. And at this point, we get a full view of that tattoo. Because <laughs> jacket's off. Uh-huh. It's like, whoo, that Dude. is a big tribal tat. Good <laughs> Lord. And Seth rides off and follows Carlos. Kate drives off in the RV. Mm-hmm. She tries to go with Seth. Do you know what El Rey is? I might be a son of a bitch, but I'm not a fucking son of a... Or no, I might be a bastard, but I'm not a fucking bastard. Is that what he said? Yeah. Okay. Do you think he didn't want her to go with him because it's a bad place? Yeah, that's what it is. Okay. Quentin Tarantino was explaining. It was like, it's basically hell on earth, but it's only, you only go there if you have no option to go anywhere else. Is it else. from a novel? I don't know. I, I think it is. Oh, okay. Um, And it was turned into like a Steve McQueen movie or something. El Rey is basically like a... A place where all the criminals go. Yeah. It's kind of like a utopia for criminals. <laughs> um but yeah, it's a that was that's what the name was a callback to. Oh, okay. Ray. Anyways, why would you want to go somewhere like that? Because it's his only choice. Can't I mean, stay in America. Well, you can go to Mexico. Just go to a non violent, crazy. Go to Puerto Vallarta, you know? Yeah. <laughs> Just go rent a fucking bungalow on the beach. Yeah. Get some sandals. Sip some margaritas, fuck off. Exactly. You know? It's like, no, I got to go to hell on earth because I'm bad. <laughs> okay. Do you see my tattoo? Yep. So camera pulls back behind the club and we get a nice shot of the titty twister. Turns out it's a part of an Aztec temple. Yep. That's the final shot of the movie. Mm-hmm. Cue the song. Dark night. And that's from Dusk Till Dawn. That is from Dusk Until Dawn. Yes. Jason? Yes. What do you give this movie on a 10-point scale? Seven and a half. Really? Yeah. Not quite an eight, huh? Not quite an eight. How come? Some of the effects don't hold up that well. Some of the lines are a little cheesy. You know? Yeah. Yeah. Scott. (laughs) Boy. Yeah. Man. This movie would have been so much better if there was like a good actor in place of him. Yeah. Can't tell you who, but <laughs> damn, get somebody. What was uh, Gosling up to at the time? He was still in Canada probably because he was in a Goosebumps episode around this time. There you go. Yeah. He's about the age. Yeah. He's not Asian though. <laughs> hey, that's what makeup effects are <laughs> Oh, God. Can you imagine a young Ryan Gosling? Asian, okay. Yeah. <laughs> um, yeah, I don't know, but replace Scott. He fucking sucks. Yeah, and definitely. he hasn't done. He's there. He's got like a few credits, but nothing of note. Really? So I didn't even. See yeah, it. I mean, I didn't even bother. I, I don't it. even think he had a picture on IMDb. Probably not. Why was he casting this? I just can't fathom why Rodriguez or Tarantino saw his tape or whatever and was like, "That's yeah, the one. That's the one." I don't know. It is really weird. Yeah. Um, also, the vampire stuff, once it does become a vampire, it is, it is really cool, but it, like nothing really happens. Everybody just blows up and fights and for yeah. 30 minutes. Yeah. You know, I got to say, um, after rewatching this, after the vampire stuff starts, 
that's when I don't know. I wouldn't say it goes downhill. Yeah, but I like the stuff before that a lot better. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, I, it's just like the vampire stuff. It just if four things kind of happened, other it just turns into a zombie movie pretty much. Yeah, you know, I would have liked to have seen just the first half of the movie continued as I don't know, hmm? non-vampire, non-vampire. <laughs> I don't know. Yeah, I mean, I don't. So what do you give it on a 10-point scale? I will give it a... I'll give it a 7. All right. It's, I really enjoy this movie. Yeah. It's a lot of fun. It is a lot of fun. It's a fun movie. If um, Fright Night was a beer and pizza kind of movie, this is a burrito and a bottle of whiskey kind of movie. <laughs> it's a fun movie to watch. It doesn't take itself too serious. No. Well... Tries a little, tries a little too hard to be cool. This movie's kind of like uh, the guy wearing the jean jacket driving the Trans Am doing burnouts in the parking lot. Yeah, it's like easy cool guy. <laughs> we get it. We get, you got us. Oh, we got your Marlboro lights rolled up in your pocket, rolled up in your your sleeve, don't you? Yeah. <laughs> I do like it though. I do too. It's a lot of fun. Who's the MVP? Clooney, bro. Clooney, my man. My man, Clooney. My dog. That or Danny Trejo. <laughs> My ride or die. Well, Clooney, he does really carry the movie. Yeah. I think. Um, yeah, I like his character. A little, a little try hard sometimes. I don't know. These are very much like early Tarantino gangsters. Same thing, like they're like very Reservoir Dog or Pulp, pulp Fiction, you know? Yeah. They're like cartoon characters. Yeah. It was 1995. Yeah, it was. Tattoos doesn't hold up it's so weird yeah it is jason it is weird (laughs) um other than scott because we know that would be both of our picks who's your least favorite least favorite is going to be tarantino because he's just kind of replaceable yeah you know he's not bad he's just kind of replaceable like anybody and any number of people could kind of play that role and not you know yeah he's a little flat Little uh, soft spoken, but I guess that's kind of his. They kind of have a father son role. Like yeah. Seth is his caretaker, pretty much. Like put in your bib, you know. Yeah. Um, bib is that what he called it? Bit. Bit. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So I guess that's why he kind of played that role. Like, hey, you want to come sit on the bed with me and watch TV? He mouthed, "Help me." <laughs> You didn't fucking see it, Seth. When I turned around, he said, help me. (laughs) Yeah, Tarantino, he's just fine. Yeah, he is. Um, God, I would have loved to have seen it with, like, Steve Buscemi. That would have been a lot. Yeah, that would have been really cool. Shit. That could have totally happened, too. Yeah. Or, do you think think Michael Madsen's, like, too cool for that role? No, Michael Madsen would have taken this in a heartbeat. You seen the roles he took back no, in for that? Richie. For Richie? Yeah. I mean, he doesn't yeah, really oh, yeah, fit for, that. Yeah, for, yeah, okay. Yeah. It's like you can't have too badass. Yeah, he's too, he'd been too laid back for it. Yeah. Did you see the trailer with um originally, God, what's his name? The guy from Day of the Dead was going to play Seth. Oh, yeah, I saw the, the one that Kurtzman made. I did watch yeah. that. Yeah. It was really, it was like a, a proof of concept kind of thing. Yeah. What's that guy's name? 
I forgot his Joe name. Joe something? Yeah, I know what you're talking about. I forgot his name, too. He played uh, the guy in Day of the Dead when he was getting eaten alive. He's like, choke on him. Yeah. <laughs> that guy. Yeah. I yeah. think of his name. Anyways, he was supposed to be Seth or something. And this was supposed to be the second Tales from the Crypt movie. Really? Much better than Bordello of Blood. They decided to go with that one instead. Yeah. Yeah, God, I haven't seen Bordello of Blood in a while. I don't. Hey, you know, a lot of the vampires in this kind of remind me of the Demon Knight. Yeah, they do kind of. Yeah, I don't know if KMB effects worked on both uh, ninety-five movies. Hmm. Interesting. Hmm. I wonder if KMB effects worked on Demon Knight. Let's find out real quick. <laughs> so no, they didn't do the effects, but good observation there. It's like, huh? Okay. Yeah. I don't know. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> All right, Jason. Uh, anything else you want to add about from dust till dishon? You know, not really. It's a it's a fun, easy watch. It's yes. not like a movie you have to sit there and intently watch kind of thing. Other than the, the the hard turn right that it takes an hour in. But it's yeah. just a fun movie. It's a cool nineties movie, you know? Yeah, it is. Yeah, like I said, the um mm, the last twenty minutes or so, it kinda felt like it was going what should we do now? Yeah. What should we do now? Is, yeah, that was kinda my point with it when it gets to vampires. It's it's, it's fun, like, uh, but it's like well, you're just giving me vampire for 20. I need something. Yeah. It's like, uh, I guess we'll have Frost tell a nom story? Yeah. While Tom Savini turns into a vampire? Yeah. Uh, What should we do after that? Um, Vampire? Uh, bats? Yeah. Okay. Bats? bats. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Sounds good. Cool. Yeah. <laughs> Aztecs? <laughs> Got it. <laughs> do you think they should have done something? Like, okay, the vampires show up, but then it's like... Oh, but we all need to get to the RV to drive to this thing to like take it out of the TD Twister. Maybe Possibly. something kind of like that. Other than like, okay, we're in this cave to recoup, and then we'll go out there. We're gonna fight our way out. Yeah, and then the sun's gonna come up. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It just kind of for like, me. Once the vampires show up, it kind of goes downhill. Hmm. A little bit, about it. yeah, a little bit, a little bit, a little bit. <laughs> or at least, at the very least, a, a flat surface. Yeah, slight it kinda, slope. Yeah, it just kind of just. If you put a marble on it, it would roll downhill. Maybe not fast, but it would roll a little bit. A little bit. It wouldn't roll. Yeah, yeah. You get what I'm saying? <laughs> <laughs> just a small, steady roll. Physics, am I right? We're physicists over here. <laughs> physicists, physicists. There's a lot of wise and S's and yeah. C's in there. Talking ain't easy. No, it ain't. All right, Jason. <laughs> We're talking, and I'm talking. Oh boy. <laughs> All right, Jason. Well, um, I don't really have a whole lot more to add. No? Let's uh, wrap this bad boy up. All right. So what are we doing next week? What are we doing next week? Uh, Lost Boys. The Lost Boys. Thank you. (laughs) Yeah. Man, I'm looking forward to that one. I am too. That is a top five horror movie for me. It's a jammer. Yeah. It's a good one. Jammer. Mm -hmm. Like MC Hammer and the Slammer. (laughs) (laughs) Wearing pajamas. Yep. So, <laughs> all right, man. Well, yeah, next week we're doing Lost Boys, keeping up with Vampire Month. Mm-hmm. This is fun. I've been enjoying Vampire Month. I have too. You forget there actually are some good vampire movies out there. Yeah, very yeah. true. Yep. And we're going to talk about the granddaddy of them all next week. Yeah. Well, a granddaddy. The cool, the cool, the cool, the cool uncle <laughs> of the vampire <laughs> movies. <laughs> The one that kind of like lets you, it's like, hey, you like smoke weed? Don't worry, I won't tell your dad. <laughs> I got some heavy metal in the car. <laughs> you like Metallica? Let's go smoke some weed. 
So, yeah. I got this original copy of Kill Em All. <laughs> all right. Well, we're going to head on out of here. Me and Jason are going to go out tonight. We're going to watch the UFC fights. Here we are. Jason's going to drink some beers with me. I'm <laughs> so excited, you guys. You don't understand how... I mean, this is a big deal. <laughs> so, yeah. We'll see how it goes. Yep, we will. <laughs> Roll up in there like the Gecko Brothers. And kick some fucking ass. Mm-hmm. I'm pistol whipping fools. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Jason's going to come dress like Sex Machine with his whip. <laughs> uh, <laughs> all right. Well, until next week, I'm Phil. I'm Jason. And this has been the Spook House. <laughs>